Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everybody, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Jenny uh, had a coughing fit Uh, before we started recording, <laughs> this, I'm going to imitate you. Go ahead. This was you. And we were like, do you want to record out? We'll, we'll like push it. No, I'll be so I sound like a sheep with tuberculosis. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. A sheep with tuberculosis. Precisely. <laughs> Listen, I have had fucked up allergies ever since I went to Florida. I was in Florida for about 10 days not long ago. And it was raining a lot. It was miserably hot and humid. And I really do feel like I'm allergic to Florida because <laughs> every time I go back, I have a sneezing fit. And even before, like when I lived there for 28 years, I was always taking Claritin, Benadryl. It was terrible. Like You were doing terrible. all them poppers. Yeah, it was really bad. And when I moved to LA, my skin cleared up, my allergies cleared up. And so what happened is like I had a horrible sneezing fit attack the day before I flew back to L.A. at my best friend's house in Orlando. It was so bad. I had to buy like a bunch of shit from CVS just to get me through that day. And then I got home. Then I had a sore throat like this cough has not gone away <clears throat> and it's not COVID because I got tested a thousand times, including multiple PCR tests at the Disney lot for work. So, you know, I think it's just some shitty allergic reaction to Florida. I am allergic to probably 97% of places. Damn. I can't tell you how many times I've Instacarted just three things of Benadryl. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I didn't know that we had this in common. I, for me, I don't know what life is like without my body perpetually doing a coup d'etat against itself. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I wake up. I usually wake up congested. I go to sleep sneezing. I just, I thought this was what life was normally. Um, and then I've met people that like don't, don't suffer every day. And you know what? It shows. It shows. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was packing. I spent the last couple hours like unpacking because I went to see family and then repacking because I'm off to Italy. I'm going to Italy for 12 days. And I love I love summer. I love traveling. I love vacation. I mean, va there, there's two different types of summer. There's summer when you're a child or a student, and then there's summer when you're an adult. And summer when you're an adult, it's just it's this it's you have the same life except it's hotter. Um, unless you <laughs> take, actually, you know, that's the best description of summer for adults. It's the same but hotter. It's the same, but you're just hot as balls. 
it's it, you still got to go to work. You still got to yeah. do all these things. Like no, yeah. you're not going to new to a new grade, and you just, just smell worse. It's just uh, it, precisely. You precisely. smell worse. You're perspirating. I remember looking forward to summer so much as a kid because it it felt almost like a transition moment in life. Like it was like, oh my god, we're closing a chapter of a grade or you know of a year in college. We're we're putting that away. We're we're going to enjoy these next few months. Go go f- travel, relax, go to camp, and then you're going to start real life again. It felt like a a pause in real life, you know. It did. It definitely felt like a transition because I would write in my diary, even though my ADHD ass could never really keep it going. But it was always like one page I would fill out at the beginning of every summer. <laughs> it's like, it's summer. And today I'm going to my best friend Jesse's house. So we're going to barbecue and go in our pool. And, and then that was it. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't document the rest of my summer. But I remember writing like how excited I was to start the next year. And for some reason, I always thought that my nerdy, ugly ass was going to fucking become Cher Horowitz the next year. Oh, like this was going to be the transition year. Like every every year, this is going to be the year. I'm going to buy a feathered pen. Yeah. And it's over for you, bitches. Yeah. I'm going to be so popular and cool. I'm going to come back and it's going to be never a happen. complete. No, no. But it's interesting <clears throat> because I feel like summer has a bit of this uh, narrative to it of of the moment where where characters in movies and film and television go through massive transitions. And I will say this, like, I do remember so much of my summers um, very, very clearly and very distinctly. And a lot of my summers were very, like, geared towards Venezuela and spending time with my family back home when I was living in the States. And then other summers were more, all right, we're going to take a trip. My parents want to take me out of my comfort zone, even though they take me out of my comfort zone every day because they move me every two years, but whatever. And then there's the the more American summers that I spent. And I feel like every single experience really taught me completely different things. Did you go to camp, for example? I did not. I, I went to Camp Abuela's house. Mm. That was my camp. I think it was a mix of like, they couldn't afford putting me in camp, but also I don't think they felt it was safe. It was some kind of American bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, eso es para los americanos. Que se meten ahí en el parque. You know, it's dangerous. <laughs> and my mom's like, who needs camp when you've got abuela and abuelo? <laughs> who, who needs zip lining and lakes when you can just have some rice and beans and and chilling on a sofa covered with plastic. <laughs> literally, literally, that was very accurate to my summers. Oh my gosh, it was a point in time where my grandparents didn't even have working air conditioning. It was just like the little AC units. So me and my sister were always like in blooming with little tank tops. Schwitzing. Oh my God. Fucking hot as balls, mosquitoes, my grandma fucking swatting them every five seconds. The smell of like frijole coming from La Olla de Presión. My dog, Campion, who wasn't allowed to be inside the house, outside, a pobre. And me just listening to my grandfather hearing Radio Bambi and fucking, like, me watching PBS. I don't know. That was most of my summer was just me in my grandparents' house while my parents worked. And me and my sister just playing pretend. But I did spend time with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, my best friend Jessie lived nearby, but because she's a white girl, her parents let her come over my house in a fucking Razor scooter. <laughs> Those Razors. And so, yeah, I had I had friends come over and, you know, we'd have fun. But I have 
zero idea what camp life is like. So enlighten me. Oh, my God, Jenny. I went to every <laughs> camp under the sun. Oh, my God. You, you, you say a word and I've done it. Zoo camp, I did it. Space camp, I did it. Fuck yeah. Sleepaway camp, I did it. Nerd drama camp, I did it. Science camp, I did it. My parents were all, they were working. They had to work through the summer and my siblings were seven and eight years older than me. So they were off to uh, doing other things and I was just alone, you know? So my parents would feel bad because we lived in the States. We didn't have family around. So their consolation prize was, oh my God, we signed you up to camp. And there was nothing I hated more than camp. Really? Even though you went to so many different kinds? I think the only camp I really loved was zoo camp because I loved animals. And I did like drama camp, but I hated any form of sleepaway camp. Ooh. My parents kept trying to send me to sleepaway camp. And I remember watching the parent trap and being like, oh, my God, I, I think I'm going to love mm-hmm. it. Maybe meet my twin. <laughs> and then I would get there and I would get like <laughs> horrific mamitis. I'd get such horrific mamitis. I'd be like, why? Why? Why are my parents paying for me to stay in a log cabin and have me like pick herbs from the ground and cook my own food. Like, what is the point of camp? I hated it. I hated camp. I know this comes from a very privileged perspective, but all I wanted to do was just hang out with my parents or with my family. And so I remember one year my parents were like, okay, you hated Valley Mill Camp. I called it Valley Kill Camp. You hated this other camp. You hated this other camp. Like, what do you want to do with your summer then? And I'm like, I just like, take me home to Venezuela and just I'll be there. And so my parents sometimes would just send me and I'd spend like six (laughs) weeks or two months when I lived in the States in Venezuela in different family members' houses. But the most memorable camp experience I had was a merge of two worlds because So I don't know if you know this, the concept of camp was actually created in the United States in the like Victorian era Hmm. because in Victorian era, like the 1880s, there was this like belief that there was a lot of like moral and like physical benefits to being outdoors. Yeah. There was this like veneration of the outdoors. So camps were created in the States. It doesn't surprise me either because I feel like everyone was working and they had to like ship their kids off somewhere. You know, it's so American to be like, I'm just going to ship my kids off for two months. I'll pick them up after. You know. Yeah. But the most memorable camp I went to was actually a an American style camp in Venezuela. Interesting. <laughs> in Los Llanos de Venezuela. Why was it American styled? Because it was like the like the owners were like, oh, we want an American style camp in in Venezuela, like with the log cabins. Okay, so what makes it uniquely American style camp versus a Venezuelan camp? Is it the log is the log cabin? Dude, I feel like Venezuelan camps would be like, I no sé, metete ahí, debajo de ese árbol, y no sé, bueno, jodete, tomemos ron. I don't know. It's like not structured. Do you know what I mean? So basically a Latino kids birthday party. Yes, I feel like that would okay. be a, a Latin a Latin summer camp. So this summer camp was like all of the iconic American camp things. So like archery and horseback riding and all these things, but in Los Llanos de Venezuela. Los Llanos de Venezuela are the plains of Venezuela. It's an incredibly dangerous place. Jesus with Christ. Like spiders and venomous snakes and all this stuff and also like my cabin wasn't ready when I arrived so I I, we lived in a tent with no bathroom for two months while I was there and my parents shipped me off there because they they thought I was becoming too Americanized and so they said all right let's de-Americanize her in an American camp 
in Venezuela. And I arrived and I got bullied like you have no idea. Uh-huh. So my parents like dropped me off. Y yo empecé el campamento hablando así un poco. And then when my parents came to, came to pick me up, like two months later or whatever, I was like tan. I was mad. And I was like, eh, que lo que loco. Está acá todo el papi. Mira, me va a buscar, no joda. Like I became a completely different person. And they were like, whoa, this transformation really worked. Oh God. And I was like, all the bad words. I learned everything. Oh my God. Uh, that for me was, I think, one of the most iconic summers where there was that massive transformation we were talking about earlier, where it did feel like a film. Because the Joanna that went in, this little chubby, pale, you know, Boston prep school girl that was like bullied at the beginning became like this very lacra, like suave, tan. I was so sunburned. I was so sunburned. I looked like a fucking crab. Uh, and I thought I was the coolest. And I felt, I felt like good about myself i felt like i really did learn and i was taken out of my comfort zone and i had to like make it work for me but but that's like not a usual experience i'd say definitely not that like hey i did an americanized summer camp in the plains of venezuela that is that is definitely a very (laughs) unique experience human nature can get a little messy but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Because for the most part, I feel like when you think of camp, summer camp, you think of Parent Trap, right? And even recently, my friend, my friend's husband made me watch a movie called Meatballs starring uh, Bill Murray. And there's like a whole freaking series of films based on Meatballs. Yeah. And the first one came out in 1979. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like this all-American camp. Like, again, log cabins, very woodsy, you know. Think about summer camp in a place like Miami. No. Um, It's not very American. <laughs> There's no, again, we only have the one hill, which is in Tropical Park. And even that is kind of off limits for the most part because there's a lot of um, Santeria sacrifices at the top of that. Um, But it's real interesting and real educational, I guess. Um, But that's all we have. So there's there's (laughs) none of that. And so I have friends that when I was in high school, they got like a side job, you know, to work summer camp. So I would kind of visit them at work. And that's the only time I ever got to see what summer camp in Miami was like. And it was just kind of miserable. I mean, it's like, again, it's like hot and humid. And it's like usually at this like shitty recreational park, some area like they didn't really do much. It was weird. Maybe it was just that one that was freaking whack. But like they would just like play on the playground and go inside and do like arts and crafts. I'm just like, um, 
I could do that in my abuela's house. And at least there, I have like every tree at my disposal, like mango, aguacate, <laughs> mame, guayaba. And my grandfather would teach me like botany. <laughs> Honestly, yes. And I'd be like, okay, that's my summer camp. You know, like my abuela would teach me kind of how to cook. And then my abuelo would teach me like about how to tell if an aguacate is ripe enough. Mm-hmm. And then me and my sister would just make performances in the sala so that was our theater camp you know what i mean like so we had like theater camp we had i don't know like we would watch miss frizzle every day so that was like kind of like space camp science yeah, you camp. did it all um, we did it all at abuela's house um <laughs> and then the but the only thing truly educational that i did is like read books for you know the beginning of the year book reports that you had to do your, your summer reading but that was it everything but, else was just up to in my imagination i mean i feel like <laughs> When I think about the happiest summers, I would definitely say it was when I spent them at family, specifically my maternal grandparents' house in Venezuela. It's Mm kind of like how you described where my grandfather and I would go swimming and then we'd walk in the backyard and then he'd show me how to make batido de guanabana and then Mm -hmm. we'd talk to the parrots and then like, you know, talk to the parrots. Yeah, they had a lot of That's your zoo camp right there. That's my zoo camp. And honestly, it, it, it did... I remember those those moments way more than any moment in camp other than the, the wow. bullying situation that made me transform. But I, I, I will say that I, I found it to be like significant in the creation of my identity and, and also in maintaining my Venezuelan identity while I was in the States was these summers where, okay, maybe I'd go to space camp for like three weeks and then my parents would take me to Venezuela and I'd be there for like a month. And I'd say... That month in Venezuela would would almost like charge my cultural battery up mm-hmm. for me to like be in the states for the rest of the year. That's really yeah, that's really cool. You know, but you know, you, it, you had that at at in your neighborhood because you you I lived mean, in it's Miami. Yeah, like it, it's, it's just, Miami. It's just fucking my it's Miami. Um, you know, it basically is the Caribbean and all of Latin America. Uh, though I I will say like. My that's when my parents would take advantage and we would do like little summer vacations in Florida. I think that's like one of the plus sides of living in a place like Florida during summer is that you've got so many different locations to go to for summer vacation. So, yeah, because my dad used to work for a company called Interval International, which he would sell timeshares. So we were very lucky because we would get access to resorts for free. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was a very lucky aspect of my childhood is that my dad got these places for free because of his job. So we would always go to like, even if it was Fort Lauderdale, like a kind of like a weird little staycation, but it was like in a really nice, like big resort. Or we would go to Cocoa Beach or Naples or Marco Island or St. Augustine. We were always going somewhere. And obviously there's Orlando and, and the parks. But for the most part, though, we spent more time in these more beachy towns, um, staying in one of the resorts, and just we were always at the beach. Always, me and my sister were always at the beach. Like, that was a big part of my childhood, was just getting ear infections from, like, the pool and <laughs> <laughs> trying to do handstands and, um, like, what is it called? Like, boogie boarding? I'm forgetting the yeah. name. Yeah, boogie boarding. Boogie, yeah, boogie boarding. Like, I was obsessed with boogie boarding because they had great waves, especially, yeah. you know, by Cocoa Beach and Marco Island. And then, like, going to, like, Ron John's surf shop and all the really tacky Florida, like, tourist traps, through, you know, as you go up there. And, 
you can buy like a salt and pepper shaker that looks like a pair of tits and <laughs> you can buy a, a necklace made out of crocodile teeth because Florida that is literally like it's the embodiment it's like this just tacky tourist like playground um and we got to play in it I want I mean I want to go I want to go to there I want to go to there what am I saying I want to go to that <laughs> I want to I go to there I want to go to that well, I feel like there's always this, as we've been saying, summer, and what I've been trying to sort of instill in my adult summer is like, okay, th- let's make core memories in a place mm-hmm. that we're not used to. Let's escape, not maybe not modern life per se, but like let's escape life and try and figure out a an intermission where we like really not only have fun but we like evolve and change and I think that's why there's so much there's so many stories and I've as I've said like so many movies and film and television around this time it's like it's kind of like mystical it's like summer's here you don't you're not gonna see the people that you see every day for for a little bit of time so this is your chance this is your chance to really become someone new to really maybe have a have a like, I remember always wanting a summer boyfriend. I don't think I ever had one, but I always was like, this is the summer. This is the summer I meet a boy in a hotel and we fall in love and spend four days basically just in a in a toward love affair. And then he has to go back to Ohio and I have to go back home. I always thought that was going to happen to me and never did. But there's all of these like glamorized, romanticized stories of this time and as we look back, like as I'm hearing your stories and I'm hearing mine, yes, they're like really beautiful memories, but none of it like what I was told it would be. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, for me, for me, the thought of going to summer camp is just torturous, mainly because I already had a hard time in school with other kids. I was yeah. like, I'm not about to get tortured throughout the like two and a half months that I have to fucking chill and actually hang out with people I want to hang out with, you know? So I'm in a way, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it because that would have been in pretty insufferable. But I do think like I would have loved, like, a drama camp, you know? Something with other weirdos like me. Mm-hmm. But not your basic, like, sleepaway camp or... And to be honest, I just don't know anybody who did sleepaway camp in Miami. I think it's because all the Latino, like, hella paranoid parents were like, no, eso no va a pasar aquí. Sleepaway camp is, is such an an American state. It is. It is really like a te- like a testament to American culture. And it feels so much that way when you're bicultural. And I don't think Americans realize that like the concept of sleepaway camp and the concept of camp in general is so American. And for, you know, cultures like ours where we tend to live near a lot of family, so family members can take care of us. We tend to have a lot of cousins, so a lot of cousins hang out together. We have grandparents that take care of us. Like, our summer camps are sort of encapsulated in inside of the family structure, kind of, you know? You don't mm-hmm. need the camp. Americans need camp. Like, you need two incomes in this country. People move away from their homes, you know what I mean? Like, we're, I, I don't have any family here in New York, you know? If I had kids, I'd have to, like, throw them in a some type of camp I don't know whatever camp cement camp I don't know what camps are in New York there's no like nature here you know but I do find it interesting that I always hated camp interesting always I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I 
I've I've much preferred adults my whole well not now I like kids actually but when I was a kid I I did not like kids because uh, they were mean <laughs> and since I had to change yeah. schools and like every two years it was a new set of kids I had to like get acclimated to camp was like doing that torture again it was like oh I have to go by myself go to camp and then try to act cool and make new friends and it's like oh my god it's exhausting but I do think it it did feed the way that now as an adult I'm such an extrovert and I love talking to strangers and I love I, I can easily I've been I've been to weddings by myself where I don't know anyone and I come out of it it's like a mini camp and I come out of it with friends but I remember it being torturous as a kid and like there's this whole idea that camp and summer needs to be fun and I'm a lot of my a lot of my summers were fun a lot of my summers were really difficult (laughs) like my science camp like there was this girl that hated me for no reason other than the fact that like uh, my face looked like it did she's like I don't like your face and then she tried to like fight me and I, I i i was miserable that was like that was science camp jenny those are the nerdiest kids that is i was studying meteorology that's a feat can you believe you, that how did you how did you manage to get bullied at science camp i i don't know i did i did it though i did it i got bullied in every i think at every camp Yo, i went you to you deserve a trophy thank you I actually, I was like, mom, I want to go to science camp because I think this camp is going to be filled with really nice kids. <laughs> I didn't even want to go to science camp. I was like, where are the nicest kids going to be? No. There was a girl called Ashley. Real name, her, her real name is Ashley. She hated me from day one, made my life insufferable. Was Ashley actually a nerd or was she also there? Was she forced there by her parents? I think she was forced there by her parents because okay. she was real dumb. Okay. <laughs> she couldn't, she didn't pass any of her classes. Okay, so she was definitely there by force, so I could see why she was, like, such a bully in there, in that atmosphere. I feel like she's probably an assistant manager at a K-Jewelers now. I don't think she's in, into science is what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> um, I feel that. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. What I do wish we could do as adults is go back to... I would love to go to summer school. As an adult. I I did summer school... uh, my. Last two years of high school, I went to, like, two colleges and, like, took classes. And then in college, I would take classes at other colleges every summer because I was a nerd. You're a fucking nerd. Um, That's why I got three majors. I-, I didn't even try to do three majors in college. They were like, you have so many credits. Why? And I'm like, oh, I love going to summer school. <laughs> My friends are, like, in fucking Bali, and I'm in NYU learning film theory that I already forgot. <laughs> 
I, thankfully, during elementary and high school, never had to do summer school. Mm -hmm. Thank God, because I already didn't like school. So the thought, the mere thought of having to keep going back to that shitty fucking place that I hated so much and... No, 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 me either. No, 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 no. Like, no. I thank God I somehow coasted by and I still got decent enough grades. And, you know, I didn't miss enough classes. But you I didn't was, have to go. I didn't have to go. Because, mija, that would have been, to me, the biggest torture of life. But in in college, I did take summer classes because I want to get the fuck out of there as fast as I could. And uh, but I did do a lot of theater stuff during the summer. So I would still I was still involved. I was still auditioning for plays. That's how I met my husband. We met during a Miami-Dade College uh, summer program, like a like a night oh of one god, acts. Oh my god, I didn't know that. So I was that's very where you met? yeah. That's, that's where you. We met. Oh my god, oh my god, that's your summer movie romantic comedy. There we go. Well, we did we did actually. It's not it's not our song, but it is of the era. That's when the song, oh my gosh, who the fuck sang it? It's like, this just can't, oh, it was Justin Timberlake. It's called Summer Love. Sing it. Oh, man. Da, na, 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 summer Love. But, yeah. And that song was out during the time that me and David, um, met and like fell for each other and stuff so this is very me but when it comes to something that i really love and i'm obsessed with that's when i will dedicate my summer to so you know once yeah. i started getting involved in like theater and drama team shit like that's what i would do over the summer is work on that stuff but <laughs> none of that i'm not gonna be taking no history class in july i'm sorry going with you me it's not gonna happen oh my god see i would love it I miss but it. But see, that's probably why you're more intelligent than I am. That's in I'm many not aspects. more intelligent. I, you know what it is? I you think know more things. Maybe, maybe I know more things about certain things like history, but I'm a history major. So I'd hope okay, well. that after all the money I spent, <laughs> I know a little bit more about history. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do, like, as an adult, I always try to, during the summer, have my own version of summer camp, which is usually me and my husband traveling to a place we've never been before and just like exploring it. And at the end of the day, I feel like that was what I liked most about summer is getting out of your comfort zone and learning and experiencing things that you don't normally do in your everyday life and expanding your horizons. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to Italy. I'm going to Sicily. We're renting a car and we're driving around Sicily uh, for 12 days. And um, I'm going to come back real big because I'm going to be eating pasta 24-7. And now you can officially <laughs> say, picture it, Sicily, 2022. <laughs> you have to, Joanna. You have to. Picture it, Sicily, 2022. <laughs> there we go. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it that I'm like traveling in the summer i mean i feel like this is the first time that's that's great you know we've been able to re re-up this mm -hmm. adult summer camp situation we've done new zealand we've done greece um and now we're doing this and we're just and 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 we don't go to like nice fancy stuff no we're like all right what w let's just rent a car and figure out where to go and it's just it's really nice and kind of little scary 
And that's what I like. I like I like living life a little bit on the edge, just a tiny bit on the edge. I have a GPS. It's not that we're we're getting lost, but maybe in my you know but maybe. maybe. But maybe. What are you What are you going to do the next couple of weeks? Well, I'm not going to see you. I'm not going to see your face for two weeks, Jenny. Yeah, we're seeing each other in two weeks because we're going to be in Santiago together. Together, we're going to San Diego Comic Con. Yes, we're doing. We're there for different reasons. Um, I'm moderating a panel for Disney for uh, National Treasure. Oh yeah, and that I believe is on Thursday, and then. You're moderating. Well, not you're. You're not moderating. You're gonna be on a panel for yes. the show that you're head writing. Yes, uh, Hamster and Gretel is gonna be presented at San Diego Comic Con. I think it might be Friday or Saturday. I think it's probably Saturday evening. Um, and I can't. I mean, of course, we're gonna. We're both there with Disney, so we're probably gonna be in the same hotel. <laughs> and you're on the show, so you have to come to the panel and meet everyone. Oh my god, I would freaking love that. San Diego Comic-Con is like adult nerd camp. It is. And it's in the summer. It's every July. And it's in the summer, and people go, and they like stay in the same places, and they have little badges, and they have little lanyards, and it's literally camp for four days. And that's the type of shit I that's the type of shit I want to sign up for, you know? It's a sleepaway nerd camp in yes. the heart of the gas lamp district in San Diego. It is a <laughs> lot of fun. Um and I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to cosplaying again in person for the first time in like three years. Jenny, you're gonna be like cosplaying and like in your garbs and costumes and I'm gonna be wearing khakis and a white shirt. Very profesh. <laughs> Very profesh. I just don't even don't even know how to begin <laughs> if i want to cosplay, who should i cosplay as you know who you I can cosplay as who? you can cosplay as the new animatronic pirate on pirates of the caribbean uh why her name is red <laughs> because she looks like an irish barmaid and oh my god that's me <laughs> it's you and her name is red with two d's and she's like this badass pirate lady because they replaced the very insensitive, like, oh, hey, we're going to human traffic a bunch of women. Um, that's what it was for decades. And then they switched her out, as you know. And now it's this dope pirate woman named Red. Oh, wow. And she has red hair. And she has, like, this awesome red pirate lady outfit. And um, see, you know what's interesting? I have enough, uh, like, a, enough of a difficult time just dressing myself in normal clothes to, like, go as far as to say I'm going to dress <laughs> as another person is just exhausting to me. But I can't wait to see you cosplay. Maybe you should cosplay as your character on Hamster and Gretel on the day Listen, that we're... Listen, too many... <laughs> I'm just gonna actually I have I have cosplayed as Abuela at Comic Con before, but she was like super Abuela. So she had like a cape with a letter A on the back and then like Stop. a and a chancla scepter. Oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I did I remember because it was I was still working at Me Too, and so I made a video where Abuela would give Pau Pau to anybody who was cosplaying as a villain. So I like <laughs> kicked the shit out of the Joker, out of Harley Quinn, out of Maleficent. Like I was just like kicking all the villain ass as super abuela that's actually adorable <laughs> well we'll see each other there we're gonna be going to camp together at the end of Yay! this month it's gonna be great and i hope that anyone listening who is going to camp or is taking their kids to camp or has never been to camp or <laughs> will be going to camp i hope you all enjoy your summer <laughs> yeah we pretend that's like our little crappy signature at the back of your yearbook yeah. Like, K-I-T, have a great summer, GR8. 
Wait, what's KRT? KIT, keep in touch. Oh, keep in touch. I'm like, I'm wow. not keeping in touch with you, Pablo. Like, you never talked to me the entire year. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you didn't even know what to write in my yearbook. Also, ch- kids are so dramatic. It's like, keep in touch and never change. It's two months. Like, and relax. never change. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a, oh, my God. You know what we should do in a, in a future episode? We should find a yearbook and read people's signatures in the back. Like, what Done. people said to us. In the back you know, of your books. I'm going to tell you something. I remember how I was in high school and the level of cringe that my senior page probably is. Oh, my we'll, God. We need to share it. Uh, let's, we need to that's, share That's it. the next episode. We need to read out loud what we wrote in high school and what other Super people wrote Super Super Kepana. Honestly, I'm going to hate myself even more. It's going to be great. <laughs> really quick, though. This reminds me of like graduation from eighth grade and summer camp. The song My Year was Vitamin C, Friends <gasps> Forever. Dram- unnecessarily dramatic, but I'm going to end it with the song. Can we sing it together? Yeah, let's go. As we go on, we, we remember, remember all the times we had together. And as, and as our lives, lives change, change come from whatever. Wait, is it? And as our lives change from whatever? No, it's come whatever. Oh, I've sung it wrong for 25 years or whatever it is. Um, we, we will, will still, still be friends, friends forever. forever. How okay, funny. This is, this is why I'm never going to be a Disney princess, but it's fine. The singing, yeah. The singing, um, <laughs> I was not gifted with that. Also, I I, th- I think it's very funny because I remember listening to that song after my sixth grade graduation into middle school and crying and being like, yeah, like, I love you guys. I love you, Alexis. I love you, Jamie. Like, you guys- I literally don't know what if they're alive. I don't know if these people are alive. Jamal, if you're alive, let me know. <laughs> I, I don't know what any of these kids are up to anymore. I heard one of them's in rehab. I hope they're doing all right. Oh, my God, <laughs> Like, literally, I don't know anything about... But I remember in that moment thinking that we were going to be friends forever. Wow. Oh, well. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. See you in two weeks, Jenny. See you in San Diego. Que Dios te bendiga, mija. Keep in touch. K-I-T. One, two, three, one, four, three. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.